Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include adult language and mature themes. Beyond vast deserts and towering cities of steel and steam, forgotten groves and dark forests lay hidden in plain sight. The world holds its breath as each piece is set for the game to conclude. With each step I take, I feel the strength of all those who came before me, running with me, guiding me. With each step they take, The cracks grow wider, and the fractures deepen within her heart. With each step I take, I feel myself on the other side of a mirror, and reality slips further from my grasp. I hear the wilds, and feel who I am meant to become. I hear the wilds, and change is balanced on the tip of a blade. I hear the wilds and know it is only a matter of time. This is the Feywild West. These are the spaces beyond the door. Let's be legendary. You make waffles, which Adrian actually really likes. Better than pancakes? She gets like really thoughtful look on her face. The thoughtful look that a five-year-old has when they're thinking about something really serious. Yeah, yeah. Kids are going to love dinner dinner crepes. (laughs) And she she, she just has that thoughtful look on for the remainder of (laughs) breakfast. Yeah. Got it. Yep. You're probably going to have to come get me because I'm so tired. Okay. Did Jared come down at all? He, He did. And... He looks solemn, but composed. Doesn't necessarily seem to be moping, just right. not saying much. I don't know what Celine sent, so I don't want to tell him yet. I think it'd be best coming from her. But yeah, I don't overly say anything, but I do go upstairs and get you. Celine, honey, mm-hmm. come on, you gotta get up. Mm-hmm. We have to head back there, Pike. Why? Uh, well... Lots of reasons. Unless you just want to stay out here in the wilderness. You know, that doesn't sound so bad, actually. It actually kind of doesn't. Uh, I got a lot to tell you. Oh? Yeah, but... Oh, gods, what, 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 what? Like, sit up, what did you do? Wow! Why do you assume I did anything? I don't know. Usually when it's I've got a lot to tell you, it means I did something stupid. Well... Cool your jets, because I didn't do anything. I just like, kind of flopped back down into bed. You sent Lenore to Al? I did. He replied back. What did he say? Tell Jareth I'm sorry. <sighs> I... I was worried about him. Jareth has us. 
What does that have? Just an overbearing father. You think I should not have? No. No, no, no. I don't think that at all. I'm glad you did. I just wanted him to know that if he ever finds himself in need of a place to stay that is safe, he can come to us. No, I think that's a good idea. I mean, he's 13. He's only got two more years. Whereas, if he's got enough courage, he can leave. But that is a problem. That is the odd belt. Yeah. It's hard to leave a situation like that. Especially with someone you love. Yeah. So what do we tell Jealous? The truth. But I think it's best come from you. You sent it. I didn't want to tell him because I didn't know what you said. Oh, I, um... Well, you, you can tell me. It's fine. I just don't want to lie to him about it. No, you don't want to lie about it to him, so you send the person who can't lie. Well, I'll be there with you. Oh. But I think it's best coming from your mouth. Good. Every liar needs an accomplice. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Ran into John. Oh, guess about? <laughs> yes, I ran into the warden. How was guess about doing? I am never calling him that. I'm just letting you know. Suit yourself. He's fine, I think. I mean, as best as he can be. Did he need something? He asked me what I was doing in these runs that I keep taking. So I took one last night. Oh. He just indicated I might be looking in the wrong place. What are you looking for? No, I think I have to think about that. Good stout. You have to know what you're looking for in order to find it. Very wise. That was a t-shirt line. Good job. I have that t-shirt. <laughs> Where do you think I got the line from? <laughs> it's in the closet. Right next to my hashtag Undertaken shout. Speaking of that, mention that the Undertaker gave you a feather and stuff. Mm, yes. Yeah, and he was, I was like, oh, that's nice. And I mentioned that you saw him in, in Crankshaft. I can't believe I didn't recognize him. I mean, I did, but I didn't. I, I think that was on purpose. And I mentioned that you uh, got a key from him. Didn't really. Well. In a dream. In a dream. Yeah. I told him about the dream. Can I still feel it on my chest? No. Yeah. About that. Um, his eyes went wide and he said he had to go and look at something or go check on something and then sprouted huge golden wings and flew off and disappeared. And they called me extra. Yeah, that was... I didn't even get to give him a bow. Well, that was rather rude. Right? <laughs> Don't worry, we'll yell at him the next time we see him. <laughs> Whenever that is. Also, um, your spell that you did last night? Oh, yes. Yeah, um... <laughs> oh, your spell made markers. With their names on it. Grave markers? Yeah. Oh. Stone. Is that all right? Yeah. Hmm. All of their names. Even the ones that I didn't know whose bones were what. Well, now they have a proper place to rest. Yeah. Was the flower still there? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's nice. Are you okay? No. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. <laughs> but. You will be. I know. I was jealous. About as well as you expect. Not bad. Uh, 
We should go to our camp, right? Mm. At least tell me. I want to sleep for like 20 more minutes. Come on, we gotta get back to Air Pike. Mm. Okay, come downstairs. Oh, you made waffles. I did. Oh. Actually, what day is it? Sunday. Sunday. What? Harvest Festival starts tomorrow. Oh, right. Where is that held? Technically all over. But Blue Peak is where it's like the biggest one, right? One of, uh, mostly because it's a rich town and rich towns love their festivities. Well, every town loves their festivities, but... Is there one in Elden? They would have one in Elden. Mm-hmm. Pretty, yeah, pretty much every town that yeah, ha- brings in any sort of crop is going to celebrate this. Elden's tiny, though. Yeah, but Celine's doesn't really want to fave wild port. She was kind of hoping... That's why I was thinking Blue Peak. Yeah. Because that's like a day's travel, right? Yes, yeah. but I would avoid Blue Peak right now. You guys, you guys are like about a day's travel from Elden. And actually, Blue Peak is a couple days travel. Oh, okay. Actually, Clearwater is near and it would be bigger than Elden. Let's go to Clearwater instead. It might be nice to just hide, not go to the Feywild. That was my thinking too. I kind of would like to avoid it for the moment. <laughs> yeah. Is it night speak? I think it might be better to avoid it for maybe a few days or so. Yeah, maybe. Put some, put some time between me and things. Yeah, from Clearwater, we could probably just cut to Airbike. I always like the Harvest Festival. Me too. One of my favorite times. Get up. We're gonna ride. We're gonna ride. Carry me. No. I know you can. I know I can, but it's easier if you just get up and not be dead weight. No, it's easier if I am dead weight. Okay, get up. I mean, I can help you get up. I look over at you like... So I like take, pull back the covers, lift up her little nightgown thing uh-huh. she's got going on to like expose bare belly. And I just stick my face in it and face fart into it. <laughs> and I scream. I push you off me. <laughs> Fine, I'm up, I'm up. Sacre noir. <laughs> Made waffles. Adrian is having a very sincere internal conversation of whether she likes those better than pancakes. Oh, you just wait till I make uh, dinner at Crepes. She will like those the best. Ooh. Well, I get dressed and I go downstairs. And How are you feeling, Chavez? Okay. He's just pushing around a bit of waffle through syrup. 18, how, how not okay is he? It's not okay. <laughs> Let's make it more not okay. <laughs> You don't have to lie, you know. It's okay to just not be okay. Okay. I'm... I want to be okay. I know. And you will be. But first you have to finish being not okay. You know the Silver Ravens that we have, right? You call it Lenore? Yes, Lenore. She can send messages. Mm Mm-hmm. I sent one to Al. He stopped pushing his food around. Yeah? I nod. I wanted to make sure he was alright. You, I can keep an eye on. You have us, you have support. I wanted Al to know that he has a place to come if he ever finds himself in need of a a safe spot. He bites his lip and looks down, then back up. You can tell he wants to ask, what did he say, but is 
afraid. Uh, Lunar returned this morning. And he said to tell you he was sorry. He just puts his fork down and puts his head down in his hand. I look over at Dahlia like, uh, yeah, yes, good. I nod like, that's the best we got. <laughs> um, I do come up behind him and stroke the back of his head. When when you come up, he just turns in his seat and hugs you. Oh, hug him back. He hugs tight, but you don't hear him crying. You just hold him for a second and he eventually pulls away. And his eyes are watery, but he's not like actually crying. I'm, I'm going to go back upstairs. Fast. We're going to be heading out. you want to ride with us or you want to stay in? I want to ride, actually. Okay. Well, we got to clean up and get the horses ready, so feel free to go upstairs for now. Nods. Probably should have asked him before I did that, but... Nah. I think it was the right call. I'm still tired. I made you coffee. Oh. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Adrian? Hmm? You staying in here or you want to ride? Looks out towards the door. Shrugs. Want to ride for a little while? She thinks about it, but not quite the same, like, serious Not the phase. same serious right. consideration of, yeah. like, waffles or pancakes yeah. better. This is, this is a much easier... Yeah. Less philosophical issue than <laughs> something so heavy and deep. Yeah. And she eventually nods. Right. A little bit. A little bit. You let us know when you want to go back in. She nods. Yeah. All right. Get the horses and. I'm shuffling my cards again. Hmm. What? Let's see, helmet. Just looking for some guidance. So the helmet means um, like soul searching and introspection. Got it. So you eventually set out on the horses. Celine, when you exit the house again, once again you feel that door close in your mind. I go back in the house. It opens again. Hmm. I leave the house. You feel it close again. You're getting dizzy when you do this. A little oh, bit. Cool. Okay. What I, are you doing? I'm trying. I'm having that same like door closing feeling in my head. Do you know that your spell keeps Faye away? Do I know that? Make a wisdom check. Wisdom check. Eighteen. Uh, so twenty-two. Yeah, I'd say you. I'd say you'd know. Huh. Hmm. Oh, perhaps you could have something to do with the fact that I am a Faye that cast a spell on. In areas that is designed to keep Faye out. Yeah, that would be one. Hmm. I'll get you out of the area then. Oh, may I see the gravestones? Yeah. Where are they? They're where we buried them. Oh. I, I walk with her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to see them. Yeah, and they're still there. All the names perfectly carved. I didn't know I was going to do that either. <laughs> Ready to leave? Yeah. Let's go. I take your hand and I squeeze it. I squeeze it back. Alright, you make your way 
out of the community heading towards Clearwater. And Celine, once again, once you leave the area of the hollow spell, you feel the door open again in, in your mind. I think just as we get to the edge of the territory, I stop and just look. So we head towards Clearwater. How long is that? To, it didn't take that long the last time we did it. No, it takes the better part of the day, but you get there by about sunset. Okay. And Adrian actually stays out the entire ride, looking around. And like, I, I assume you're riding with her, like in front. Yeah, of she's in my lap. Kind yeah, of, so yeah. there's a couple of times <clears> where, like, uh, especially like if another traveler passes by on the road, she mm-hmm. huddles into you a bit more and mm-hmm. hides. But she doesn't ask to go back in the house at any point. That's my brave little girl. Mm-hmm. At one point, I asked you, I want to go fast. And she shakes her head. <laughs> like, no. no. Okay. No. We'll save that for later. You want to see mom go fast? Not. <laughs> Is the road relatively, like, flat? Yeah. Okay. I stop more there. Just keep going. Mm-hmm. So another, like, five or ten minutes, and then, like, get off the road. Like, I lead Oli. Right. Yeah. She's going to need the road. And we come galloping up really fast. And just whoosh. Yeah. Black streak. Yeah. <laughs> she watches them just streak past, and... <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Yep. And then when we trot back, I have weren't they like rear up all uh-huh. Uh-huh. very, very impressive. Yeah. And then I actually have him like buck just once. Uh-huh. He's good like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He rears up and then does a buck, but I still stay on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I take a ridiculous bow. <laughs> She's smiling. That does Flatel's like a big deal. Like <laughs> Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Look at this big fucker thinks he's so great. Oh, he is great, <laughs> aren't you, baby? <laughs> when you get closer to the town, there's actually like a lot of people coming in and out. And again, Adrian huddles into you a bit more, Celine, but then kind of relaxes when mm-hmm. she realizes that these people are going about their own stuff. They're and, not going to pay any attention to her. Yeah, not paying any attention to her. So, it's, oh, okay, Th- this is this, this is, is okay. This is this is fine. This is fine. Is the festival set up? Or is it like pre-festival or what? It's kind of pre-festival right now. A lot of people are coming and going. In the town square, there are games being set up. There is actually like a small circus in town with a performance tent being set up for the festivities. There's a market being set up along the main town thoroughfare to be set up for the majority of the week. Well, I'm going to go find an alley. Okay. To set up the door? To set up the door. Because mm. if it's busy, that means all the hotels are probably full up. So even if we decided to put it under the guise of getting a hotel going to get back to the wheezy ass. <laughs> no. Or are there hotels? There are a couple. And they're actually a little bit different than other inns you've been to. Because Clearwater, it's kind of out of the way for a big city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, or a, a bigger city. And it's only slightly smaller than Blue Peak. But the reason it's so big is because it actually built up a lot of business on fishing the Clearwater Lake and River. So it actually does a lot of export of fish, especially over to Blue Peak. But since it's kind of so out of the way, it becomes more of a vacation destination, sort of. And because there's the beautiful mountains and the passage along the river to the lake. And so the inns are a bit bigger than you're used to seeing. Uh And they're set up 
more for extended stays as opposed to just like you stay here and then you're out going the next day. Mm, got it. So more suites than just plain rooms. They don't have just a normal room? They have some smaller rooms, yeah. Okay. I mean, unless people want a suite. Do you guys want a vacation from the door? No. Yeah. No, I like my house. I've been here before, right? Yeah. How would I know how Jareth would be perceived? No worse than anywhere. Mm. So not good. So not great. Not like, great. are we talking like airpike levels? Or are we talking closer to Blue Peak? Okay. I would say it would be fine. Okay. It'll be fine. We'll go to one of the ends then. Yeah. What they have is open. Yeah. They have some of their smaller rooms open. A lot of their suites are booked, but there's a couple available. The one you find that has the most available, like, smaller rooms is the Sundial Inn. Sundial? Mm-hmm. No, the inn is actually, like, has a, a bit of a gimmick, sort of, where it has this tall clock tower. Okay. And a round open courtyard that has markings along it. And it's actually built in such a way that the courtyard acts as a sundial. Nifty. Hmm. A very Disney. Yeah, Yeah. that's clever. (laughs) All right, we go in and uh, rent a room. Yep, and it's just like three gold. So when do the festivities start tomorrow? Yeah, you ask the innkeeper. Yeah. The person behind the bar is actually a kind of unique person. You've only met like a couple. A dragonborn. That's Ooh. totally what I went with. It's yeah. like dragonborn? Yeah. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, her name is Risden. Risden. What, what color is she? She's actually a metallic gold color. Ooh. Ooh. Very pretty. And she'll uh, tell you. And the festivities begin around noon tomorrow, yes. You are very sparkly. Yes, I am. Thank you. It's fantastic. I love it. Living for it. <laughs> well, wonderful. Does the place look like Disneyland inside? Yeah, kind of. Like, I know what it looks it, like. It, it, looks, <laughs> it looks very fairy tale, kind of German fairy tale. So it's fantasy land. Yeah. She has one of her staff show you to your room. And it it's actually very nice. Like you had just gotten a, a regular room, but it's actually a little bit bigger than most other rooms you've been in. Oh. It's like a, a almost like a mini suite. Interesting. Is there a mini fridge? There is a mini bar. Excellent. (laughs) We have literally have like a full bar. Yes, I know, but they have they have little liquors the size of a nail polish bottle, and I want all of them. They charge you out the butt for those. You know that. Oh, they're so out of for money. That's very true. Um, Jareth comes back into the room. Mom, mom. They have something really cool out in the lobby. Did, did you see it? Wait, wait, which mom are we talking to? Both? Both. Just, yeah, both. What did we, why, what? They ha- they have, they have one of those, um, automatons. Oh. Oh. It, it's playing piano, like, over, over in the bar area. An auto tomato. I want to see. <laughs> Do we still have, uh, the little one? Adrian, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. Here we go downstairs. I want to see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just get questions. Yeah, go downstairs and yep. see so, where it is. It's in the bar area. All the tables around and the servers are walking around and taking people's order. And then there's the bar with another dragonborn actually behind it. Uh, this Ooh. one has green scales. 
interesting. You are very sparkly. Thank you. Every dragonborn I'm see, that's just gonna, what I'm going to tell them is that they're very sparkly. Yeah, sitting at a old school player piano is a shiny brass and steel automaton. He's actually short, not taller than Jareth. Uh-huh. And, oh, return to Oz. Oh, tin top? Tin top. Was he that fat? No, oh, not okay. that fat, but like that, that, that short. That short. Got it. And like that kind of style face too. Just like he actually has like a big mustache. Like and, yeah, like like Bob. Yeah, and is also wearing a hat, but it's an actual hat, not not a not a metal hat. Got it. Yeah. So this is a mini Bob. Yeah, a mini Bob. Yep. And he's. I love, I love Omnic so much. <laughs> I love Omnic so much. He's sitting there playing the piano, and he eventually stops. And uh, somebody else, as far as you can tell, like a guest comes up and like flips through a book, takes a page out of it, doesn't like rip it out, but it looks like it's. Uh, more of a folder with just like a bunch of different yeah. sheets of parchment in it and like takes a sheet and puts it in front of the automaton on the piano and he starts up again and starts playing that song. <laughs> Does he take requests? You would assume that's what that is. Well, yes, <laughs> but, yeah. but where was where was the book of It's on like a, a side table kinda next to the piano. Oh okay, I'm going to go through it. Okay. I'm just looking at him. Yeah. Tell you make a investigation check. So 13. 13? Okay. Looking at it, I mean, you, you've only seen like one other automaton, and that was a bank teller. And all six. But so, I don't really count but, all six as one of those. Right, yeah. This one looks a bit more like the bank teller type, where you can actually like see a fair amount of its moving parts, including set inside it something that looks like it should have been inside the piano. Like, uh, you know how old school player pianos have this kind of like cylinder in uh -huh. them that has the, the music. Pi the piano roll. Yeah, the piano roll. Yeah. So he, he has that essentially inside his chest cavity uh -huh. with like all the little notches and grooves on it to like hit all the pins and gears inside. This one though looks a bit different than other ones you have seen. Specifically the material it's made out of. It's this bright blue crystal material but has a lot of like little cuts and grooves and pins sticking out of it, all made out of the same material that are still solid enough, despite their apparent delicateness, to hit the mechanical pins and not break. And as you're watching it, all of a sudden, a crack forms completely all the way around one section of it, separating it into a third and two thirds. That bit twists around in the opposite direction from the rest of the cylinder and reseals, creating a new pattern of pins and grooves. Wow. That continues to plunk and spin. Is anybody around? Oh like, yeah. They're, anybody they're, paying attention? Not really anybody paying attention to it. They're just kind of going about their meals. One of the servers has kind of like noted that you're lingering around it, but they aren't saying anything. This is going to take a sleight of hand then. Okay. 16 for stealth. Yeah, so you manage to just like reach into the bag and half draw it out mm -hmm. and compare it. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same material. I see. I'm looking towards these songs. What? Look, 
and I point out what what's inside the automaton, and then I show her the sword. This is something from the Feywilds. A Feyrobot. You remember that spell that you cast? That detects junk? Oh, oh of course. Well, hang, hang on a second. I want to find this out. <laughs> uh, Moonlight Sonata or for Elise? Moonlight Sonata. Okay. Play this one next. Okay, now that I've found a song I like. Yes, priorities. Yes. So when he finishes the song he's playing and you put the new song in front of him, all of a sudden, like, six different seams appear in the crystal. They all twist slightly and then reform. And then he starts playing the song mm-hmm. that you put in front of him. That's so cool. Okay, what was I supposed to detect? Oh, detect good and uh, evil. Yeah, detect good and evil, because yeah. that lets you know if there's, like, fey. Yeah. So you cast the spell, and you don't detect the presence of a fey necessarily, but you detect that kind of energy hmm. around the automaton. I realize it's Tutalia. One of the servers comes up. Um, excuse me, can I help you? Do we not have uh, the song you're looking for? Uh, you don't have Freebird. No, uh, that's not... Just curious as to where'd you get this nifty fellow? Oh, uh, the automaton, we've taken to calling him uh, Harmon. Harmon, all right, where'd you get Harmon? Uh, well, we've had him for some time. Uh, he's kind of just a little attraction here. From Harmville. Harmon from Harmville. <laughs> the uh, owner recently uh, purchased an upgrade for the interior cylinder. Oh, the magic thing. Yes. Where's the owner? Uh, uh, I believe you met her, uh, uh, Risden. Risden. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to stay here and watch it? Because I want to go ask her where she got it. I kind of want to come with you. Okay. I mean, I like this song. Oh, well, you can probably hear it from... Yeah. 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 Uh, she's actually behind the bar at this point, but she sees you and... So have you settled into your room? Oh, yeah. It's 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 lovely. Thank you. Um, I had a question about Harmon. Ah, yes. Our little uh, funny robot friend. Yeah. Um, What's he made out of? Oh, I wouldn't quite know. Um, I purchased him from a uh, craftsman in Airpike. Does he have a name? I believe the name was uh, Jamesden. Does quite fine work with automatons, I'm told. Did he do the interior bit? The new upgrade. Yes. Can I insight that? Yes, you can. <laughs> 21. 13. <laughs> She gets this, like, kind of very just toothy smile as she lies. Mm. I see. Because that, that magic inside is very... Um... Oh, it's quite it's quite helpful. Uh, before, we had to uh, purchase individual cylinders for each song. It was quite expensive. At the time, we could only afford about uh, three songs. But uh, we were able to sell those and uh, put in a little bit extra to get the upgraded. I see. Can I do a perception check on her? Mm-hmm. For something specific? Mm-hmm. Or is that investigation? I'd say perception. Perception? Yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen? 
She's currently wearing a longer sleeve shirt, so you can't tell. Well, I'm in here and I just like, you know, start taking off my coat. Mm-hmm. Question. Are you still wearing a DMP badge? Yeah. Cool. So actually, as you take off your coat, she'll actually mention, Oh, um, I, I understand the DMP have been disbanded. However, um, could, could I ask a favor? Depends on what the favor is. Well, with the festival coming up, Clearwater is usually a fairly reputable city, but with the influx of people coming in, especially for the holidays and such, we tend to see a rise in small, petty thievery. Ah. Uh-huh. Hmm. But it seems to have started a little bit early this season, and we've been experiencing some loss of small personal items from our guests. Oh, all right. From within their rooms? Mm, she nods. Most we can tell it happens at night after everybody's gone to sleep. But people wake up to find things like articles of clothing, uh, some jewelry or uh, other sentimental pieces missing from their room. What's strange is it hasn't been anything of significant value. I think the most gold that ever went missing from any one place was maybe 20 gold pieces. They had it just left on their nightstand. When did it start? It started about a month ago. Okay. It was small random things. We thought people were just losing things at first because of how random and how... They, they weren't the regular things you see stolen. And one rather perturbed gentleman came uh, complaining of a lost glove. A glove? A single glove. He had the other one, but... Okay. If you do this for me, I would give you your room and board for free. Oh, oh, but Talia, we are here with our children. For the Harvest Festival. We... I was thinking of it as sort of a vacation. Well... And now, and now you think that our children would appreciate us working when we had promised to spend time with them? Mm, I don't want them going off by themselves, so they would have to stay in the the small room we got. Oh, if only we'd known we were going to be working, we could have arranged for something a bit more. I look over at her. Accommodating. I would be happy to upgrade you to one of our suites. Oh, fantastic. So? Thank you very much. If you'll excuse me, I must go and talk to some of my staff. I need to give them instructions for this evening, so... Oh, of course. We'll let you know if we find anything. Thank you. And she turns and leaves. And the little voice in her ear says, Thank you for the upgrade. <laughs> As she's downing yeah. away. She turns and looks at you, and her eyes narrow a bit. But she's, she smiles. Something at, wrong? No, nothing. And she turns, and then her tail flicks. And then suddenly a cup of ale that's just kind of like sitting on the counter next to you. All of a sudden the ale sloshes up and over the side of it and onto you. Can I try to dodge? <laughs> Make a dexterity save. Nope, we're going to use our luck points. <laughs> that's better. Uh, 18. Okay, yeah, you had to duck out of the way. Oop, um, does it get on me? Yeah, it, it gets on you and Santalia. <laughs> Wow. Oh, goodness. 
We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Feywild West, presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us a lot, and we'll read your reviews on the podcast. We're all over social media, and you can find links on our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. We also have a list of links in our show notes. Our Discord server is a pretty active place these days, so please stop by and say hello. You can find a link to that, too, in the show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get to listen to episodes two days before the general public, plus you'll get exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DM and player's notes, deleted scenes, bloopers, and more. You'll also get access to Bonus Round, a limited exclusive series run by our patrons. We have a lot planned this year, so we hope you'll join us. Talia Argent Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent Gray is played by Megzi Sass Council. And our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Barr, and the tarot guide used in the game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.